Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, friend? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. I am excited for today's episode because it comes requested from quite a few of you. So many of you guys right now are starting your first jobs as nurses, and for many of you, that means that you're starting on night shift. And night shift is a whole different ball game. It is something that most of us are not naturally prepared for. Even if you consider yourself a night owl, I still would guess that you are not equipped for working night shift when you normally live during the day, like most of us do. So unless you have experience in the past working a an overnight shift of some sort at a previous job, or if you worked as a tech and worked nights, then transitioning to practice gets an added challenge because you're now trying to learn how to work all night long and make that switch as well. So not only are you starting out and dealing with the stress and overwhelm that comes from being a new nurse, you're also getting thrown this other variable of being awake all night and having to function at your highest level as you're trying to learn and master these new skills. So for today's episode, I threw together a list of the top 10 things that I think are going to be helpful for you guys who are working night shift at the moment. Um, This is from my experience, as well as I reached out to one of my close friends, Capri, who is currently working night shift, will be transitioning soon, which is so exciting, but has worked night shift for the past couple years. And I asked her what her top tips were as well and threw together a list that I think is going to be super helpful for you guys. And for those of you who are craving more information about Night Shift and want to hear a little bit more about my experience on Night Shift, skip back to some of our earlier episodes. I believe episode six has what was my Night Shift routine at the time. And then I think episodes five and seven are also regarding Night Shift. So those will be helpful for you as well. Some of this information may be repeated, um, but I think that it's so valuable that that doesn't matter. It's going to be helpful for you guys starting out right now, and we'll make this a compiled list so that you get all the information you need in one episode. So let's just dive right in. So some of these tips are going to be helpful for you outside of work while you're trying to prepare for night shift and make the most of your time and optimize your energy. And some of these are going to be helpful for you while you're working um, to stay alert and oriented. (laughs) That's such a nurse thing to say, Um, but to stay awake and be the best nurse that you can be while you're working night shift, because that can be a challenge as well. First things first is to consider how you want to transition to night shift. So for some nurses, they actually prefer to switch to that schedule, the night shift schedule, and stay there 
even when they are not working. Um, for a lot of us, that's very challenging, especially if you have significant others or family and stuff that are not on a night shift schedule. It makes it a little bit hard to coordinate. But for some nurses, this works really well. I knew nurses in the ICU who did this who loved it because they were in school at the time or they had other obligations that they were committed to in the middle of the night and there were no distractions. So I had one nurse who was in nursing school and she always said it was great because there are very minimal distractions at two in the morning. You know, she doesn't feel like she's missing out on hanging out with her friends because they're all asleep like normal people, right? So for some people, staying on night shift life all the time is super helpful for them. And in terms of optimizing your health, it is probably the best case scenario for you. But I know that that is super challenging. It's not what I did. So, you know, don't think that I'm telling you that that's the right way to do it because it's not what I did. But when you think about the disruption that happens to your sleep and your health when you work night shift, if you stay on the same schedule all the time, it's a little bit better for you. But just consider whether that works for your lifestyle. If not, then you're going to be transitioning between working nights when you're on shift and switching back to a day shift life when you're outside of work. So if you are deciding to do that, then the next thing to consider here is whether you want to work all your shifts in a row or whether you want to have breaks in between. So different nurses have different feelings about this. I would encourage you if you are new to try out both scenarios and see how it feels. When I was working night shift, I typically would schedule all three of my 12-hour shifts in a row so that by the last day, I could kind of switch back to a day shift schedule. And a lot of nurses do this. But I've also heard from many nurses that they enjoy, you know, working maybe two shifts and having a couple days off and then working their third because they can kind of optimize their time and it gives them that break in the middle of their shifts because sometimes it can be kind of overwhelming to work three 12-hour shifts in a row. It can be exhausting, especially when you're learning. So if you find that you're feeling that way, maybe just try to give yourself a break in the week and see how it feels. It does make make it so that you have to kind of transition between day shift and night shift more. But for some people, this works. So I would encourage you to try both scenarios. Um, I knew I had schedules where I did have both, not on purpose, but it would happen where you know they didn't have enough people on a Friday and I had scheduled my shifts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And so they did Monday, Tuesday and threw me on a Friday. And sometimes I really enjoyed it. It's just not something that worked for me long term. So try it out and see how that feels for you. That'd be my first tip. Figure out whether you want to do night shift all the time or transition back. And if so, do you want to work all three shifts in a row or do you want to break in between? Tip number two is that your sleep is sacred. This is something that Capri said that I thought was so true and so valuable. I want you guys to treat your sleep like it's the most cherished thing that you have because it is. Working night shift is not normal for your body and you're going to be exhausted. So you need to try and get as much sleep as you can. That's a lot easier said than done. It can be challenging for many of us to sleep during daylight hours, but I want you to protect that time as much as you can. My rule of thumb is to always try and shoot for six to eight hours as much as possible. When I worked night shift, I feel like it ended up being more like five to seven, which wasn't ideal, but I at least had to make sure I got five to six hours. Like that was my minimum 
to function properly. So that meant that sometimes I got home and went to sleep as fast as possible. Sometimes that meant that I didn't wake up early to do errands or go to the gym or do these other things if I wasn't if I didn't go to sleep early enough. So really just try and aim for an appropriate amount of hours that are going to wake you up and give you the energy you need to continue on in your shifts. And this is if you are working a night shift the next night, like you need to go to bed after your shift and get up to go back to work. That's when I want you to really focus on it. And the example that Capri gave that I thought was really valuable was she was saying, if you wouldn't wake up at 3 a.m. to go hang out with your friends, there's no reason you should be waking up at 3 p.m. and going to hang out with your friends before work or something like that if it means that you're cutting your sleep short. So just consider that when you're trying to coordinate plans with someone or if there's errands that you want to run, are you sacrificing sleep in order to achieve those things? And if so, then you need to examine your priorities. Your sleep should be your number one priority when you are working night shift. And right along with that, tip number three is get all of the sleep stuff. Whatever works for you, it's worth the investment, I promise you. Some things can be pricey, but they're so worth it in the long run. So for me, my setup was that I bought window covers. Um, we have a big bay window in our bedroom, and so that proved a extra challenge. But there are companies that will custom make the right size window covers for you. So the ones I had were easy blackout window covers, I think is what the company was called. I can link them in the show notes. But if you go back to some of my previous episodes as well, you'll hear about those. I talk about them all the, all the time. They're finally off of my windows, which is very exciting. But they were so valuable while I was working night shift because it completely darkened my room and it fit my weird shaped windows. So get some sort of window cover. Basically, darken your room as much as possible. So if you need to, throw in an eye mask. Um, shut your door. I had like a blackout curtain over my door because I couldn't shut mine. Otherwise, my dogs would freak out. So I kind of made like a doggy door is what it essentially ended up looking like so that my dogs could come in and out of the room without waking me and they weren't like scratching at my door all night. So or all day, I should say. But so consider those things, figure out what works for you, block out as much light as possible. And the other thing that was huge for me was that I live in Arizona and it gets really hot during the day. And so it makes sleeping extra challenging. So the item that, I mean, I still use it every single night. And when we travel, I miss it. So it must be good is the Uller. Um, So it's made by Chili Sleep. That's the company. And it's this sleep system. It's a pad that goes on your mattress. It's like a mattress cover essentially, but it uses this water to regulate your body temperature while you're sleeping. And it is literally my favorite thing. It's a little pricey, but again, these sleep items are so worth it if it means that you get the best sleep you can while working night shift. Like that is, if you can do that, then it's worth the investment, I promise you, because that is so important for your health and your ability to handle nights. So those were the two huge things for me were the window covers and a system that actually helps to regulate regulate my temperature while I'm sleeping. So it wasn't tossing and turning and kicking off the covers and pulling them back on and all this stuff where that would impact the quality of my sleep, this system really helps me. The other thing that works for people are sound systems, um, some some sort of, you know, white noise that helps you sleep. 
Uh, you can invest in some really great apps that help with like sleep meditations. Those can be super helpful if you're having trouble falling asleep. And at the end of the day, if you are really, 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 really struggling on a night or two, you can try some different kinds of supplements. I really caution against these only because you can form a habit really fast. So I really didn't use them. There were a couple nights where I had these like melatonin herbal like sleep gummies that I occasionally would use them when I was really having a hard time. Um, But again, with those, just be careful that you're not forming a habit because that's not going to help you in the long run. And some of those sleep medications can actually make you wake up feeling really groggy, which is also not helpful. So just consider those. Try out like making a really solid nighttime, well, quote unquote, nighttime sleep routine for yourself and see if that works first before you turn to NyQuil or sleep sleeping pills or things like that. I know a lot of nurses do rely on them. So I hope that you can avoid that habit just because it's not great for you long term. Okay, the next few tips are all about food. So tip number four is meal prep. This one I will preach till the end of time. If you guys listen to my nutrition episode, that one speaks about meal prepping as well. I talk about it on a bunch of episodes because I think it is a game changer, especially for nurses who are notorious for not taking care of themselves because we quote unquote don't have time. And I know that you're busy. I know that this is exhausting, but the way to combat that is to fuel yourself And that's what we miss so often as nurses because we're worried about everyone else. So take the time to meal prep, especially if you are working night shift. This is going to be so key for you. And I'm not talking about elaborate, fancy meals that take hours to make. I'm talking throw some chicken in the slow cooker for six hours, cook some rice, and throw in some frozen veggies. And there you go. Like, Make it as simple as possible, but make it something that's easy, that you can rely on, that leaves you feeling full. So while I was working night shift, my meal prep was really focused on the three shifts that I had on. And I would make, essentially pre-make the meal that I ate right before I went to work. And then I'd pre-make all of my stuff that I ate during the night. My breakfast or whatever after my shift, I cooked when I got home, it was no big deal. That one was easy for me, but I always made sure that I pre-made my meal before my shift and my meal during my shift. And I use meal as in a lax way here because the other thing with this that I want you guys to start to figure out is whether you tolerate eating a full meal during the night or whether it's better for you to eat snacks. So for me, I found that I really wasn't feeling all that hungry, especially for a full meal in the middle of the night, then that makes sense given that we are normally asleep during that time. But I knew that I needed to eat some something. So I tended to move towards the snack realm because that was a lot easier for me to consume. And I also found it easier to consume while I was running around really busy. So I'd bring like things like bars, protein bars, um, little like protein shakes were good for me. I made little snack boxes that just had like veggies or fruit, maybe some like cheese or some sort of meat, something like that that I could just pick at, even if it's a little sandwich, whatever. I just packed all the snacks that I wanted to consume during the night and that kind of got me through. I just focused on things that were higher in protein and that had more complex carbs to keep me fuller longer and give me that energy that I needed. So oatmeal, those sorts of things are all great for this. So it's just a matter of trial and error and figuring out what makes you feel the best in the middle of the night. 
So I would pack all my snacks and then I'd make sort of a light meal that I ate before I actually went to work. And I would prep the same exact thing essentially for all three days. And that just made it super simple. Again, this does not need to be complicated. I don't want you going crazy trying to meal prep. I want you to try and plan ahead so that in the moment when you're exhausted, that's the thing you don't have to think about. And so that you're not turning to the donuts in the break room or, you know, fried chicken in the cafeteria or whatever quick things are available that really aren't going to make you feel good long term. At least then if you've prepped, you're reaching for stuff that's going to fuel you rather than going for those quick carbohydrates or other things that are just going to give you a burst of energy and then make you crash. And by preparing ahead of time, it just gives you one less thing to worry about when you're exhausted, and it makes sure that you're eating enough. And that kind of rolls me right into tip number five, which is making sure that you are eating enough food. Working night shift can really mess with your appetite and can make it so that you don't really want a lot of food because you're used to eating during the day. So your appetite's kind of suppressed throughout the night. So Of course, try and eat when you're hungry, but sometimes you may find that you need to eat even if you aren't feeling hunger because of the schedule that you're working. So for me, I would wake up, I would go work out, and then I drive right from there to work. And what I found was during that time, I wasn't really hungry, but I knew that by the time I got to work and by the time I actually felt hungry, I'd probably be probably be in the middle of the crazy part of the shift. The beginning of your shift is always super busy because you're passing meds, you're doing your assessments, you're charting and all of the stuff. And so I maybe I'd be hungry at like 9pm, but I'm super busy at that time. So I needed to think ahead. And so I would have I would eat something in the car on my way there something light, but enough that would fuel me and quench my hunger essentially, until the next time I have a couple minutes to eat something. So I really only say this one because sometimes you're not going to feel super hungry before your shift. Maybe you're not going to feel super hungry after your shift, but you know that you're about to go to work and be super busy. So you may not have a chance to eat for a while or you're about to go to sleep and you're not going to have a chance to eat for a while. So just consider that and make sure that you're eating enough in the window of time that you have that you're awake because you're going to be super busy during your shift. You may not get to eat a lot. So I encourage you to prioritize those meals around your shift just to ensure that you're getting enough nutrition. Tip number six is movement. So this one definitely came from Capri, but it's something that I certainly endorse as well. It was something that was a game changer for me and still is. She always prioritizes movement every day that she is working. Um, So she says she does things like goes for walks, stretches, yoga sometimes she goes lifting something that gives her energy and refuels her and I know that might sound counterintuitive so many people equate working out with like exhaustion it doesn't have to be that way essentially what we're prioritizing here is just movement in general so whatever movement feels good to you it's going to make a difference in your mood and it's going to make a difference in your energy I promise you I know and Capri said the same thing that I always feel better when I'm prioritizing movement in my days, especially when I'm about to do something really hard, especially when I'm going to be giving so much to other people. It's a moment that you give to yourself. So just make sure that you're prioritizing some sort of movement or exercise when you are working and even when you're not working, of course. But on those days, it's especially important. And figure out 
if it feels better for you to work work out right before your shifts or work out after your shifts. For some people, they work out and they find that they have more energy. And so that's great to do before you go to work. For others, they exercise and they then feel tired. So that's perfect to do right before you're going to try and go to sleep. So figure out where you fall in that spectrum and schedule in some time. Again, this does not need to be crazy. Maybe it's just walking your dog. Maybe it's doing a quick video, like yoga video or something like that. Anything that helps you move your body before you're going to go do something hard. For me, I loved to work out right before my shift because what I found is that it brought me into this mindset that I could do hard things. I would go do something that I didn't think was possible in the gym and then it brought some confidence for me to bring into my shift. So I started my shift with a win when I exercised beforehand. So just experiment with that and figure out what feels best to you. And I promise you that 95% of nurses do not do this. And in their minds, this is impossible. But I promise you, if you put this as a priority, if you make sure that you're moving, you're going to feel so much better. Tip number seven is for when you get home from your shift. So for me, I found that post-shift, I needed time to decompress. So figure out whether this is true for you. But what I encourage you to do is to make that time sacred for yourself, the time between when you're off of work and when you go to sleep. For some of you guys, you're going to want to try and get as much sleep as possible and you might go right to bed. That's fine. But what I found worked best for me was I needed even if it was just an hour, for me to get home, make myself a meal that I was excited about. Sometimes it was breakfast burritos. Sometimes I made waffles, something that made me feel excited to eat. And I would sit in front of the TV or something and watch a stupid show that I really loved or make time to read a book that you love. Call someone that you care about, whatever it looks like. Take the time to walk your dog if this is where you put your movement in. Do something to decompress before you start all over again. When you're in a stretch of shifts, sometimes it can just feel never ending. It feels like you just work, eat, go to sleep, wake up, work, eat, go to sleep, wake up, and it just gets a little bit mind numbing. And I found that I started to feel that way. And so I would make sure that I had this time to do something that wasn't about nursing, to do something that I enjoyed, even if it was just watching something, some comedy show that made me laugh, something that was for me that I prioritized that broke up the days. Essentially, it's all about making your life while working night shift as equivalent to your life during the day as possible, if that makes sense. It's about, so for me, I made sure I made this time to decompress. And that was the equivalent of somebody working a nine to five, coming home and having dinner with their family and, you know, having a drink before going to bed or whatever, or watching a show before going to bed. It was like that. I just took it and transplanted it into the morning when before I was going to bed. And it just gives you some semblance of normalcy. So I encourage you to build in those feelings as much as you can so that you don't go crazy. Because night shift is hard and it's not natural for us. So we just need to make it as natural as possible. And sometimes that just means putting in some quote unquote like artificial variables that help it become that way. So like darkening your windows or making this time for yourself to decompress like you would if you were working during the day, you'd do that. So just think about those things for yourself and find where you can fit them in. Okay, our last three tips are things that you can do during your shift 
to stay awake and kind of keep up your energy as much as possible. So tip number eight is do not get too comfortable during your shift. And really what I mean by this is right around 2 a.m. or so, there would be this kind of emergence of (laughs) nurses with heated blankets wrapped around them sitting at the nurse's station. And you know what happens? You get way too comfortable. You feel warm and cozy. And then you get more tired. Then you start to fall asleep in your chair. Then, you know, you're not having the energy that you need for your shift. And I know that it sounds bad to say don't get too comfortable. But I don't want you to make yourself feel too cozy Because you're going to trick your body into thinking it's time to wind down and go to sleep. Because that's all it wants to do at 2 a.m. You're not naturally going to want to feel awake. So I don't want you guys to set yourself up for failure in that way. If you start to feel sleepy at night, don't add things in that are going to make you more sleepy. Do other things. So if you're starting to feel sleepy in the middle of the night, go drink some water. Go stand up and walk around the unit. You know, pace around, check on your patient, do something that helps you stay awake. Sitting and being really comfortable and putting a warm blanket around you is not going to be helpful to make you feel like you have more energy. It's just going to make you feel more sleepy. So avoid those types of things. This is also, I know that it sounds bad, but this is not the time to reach for more caffeine necessarily. If you are reaching that 2, 3 a.m. mark, you're creeping into that time when you should be slowing things down with the caffeine. And that is actually tip number nine. Stop drinking caffeine right around 2, 3 a.m. Figure out the time cutoff that feels best to you. If you drink a coffee at 3 a.m. and try to go to sleep later in the morning and find that you're struggling, it probably is the coffee. So that means you need to push that time back a little bit. It needs to be more like 1 a.m. for you. Figure that time out. But Don't just chug a bunch of caffeine because then we're interrupting our sleep, which remember is our number one priority. So if you are feeling really tired, reach for your water instead, maybe have a snack, go outside for a minute, just walk around, walk around the unit, talk to someone, something that's going to wake up your brain and give you more energy, but that's not going to interrupt your sleep later. And the last tip that goes right along with this is if you start to feel really crappy, um, you can reach for some supplements that might be helpful for you. For Capri, she mentioned that she likes to have Zip Fizz. With Zip Fizz, I just want to caution you in the sense that it does have caffeine. So if you're starting to feel crappy, make sure that you're having your Zip Fizz before you know midnight or 1 a.m., whatever your cutoff is, just so that you're not interrupting your sleep. But that can be helpful. It has a bunch of vitamins and caffeine. Or things like liquid IV, I really enjoy. It's like an electrolyte drink, something that helps with your hydration. I honestly, when I work out and drink one of those, if I'm feeling really exhausted, I find that it helps. Maybe it's all psychological. I don't know. But even if it is, it works for me. So you can reach for those sorts of things that might be helpful. The other thing here, if you're starting to find that consistently you're feeling really crappy in the middle of the night, maybe you're getting headaches, maybe you're just really fatigued, Whatever it is, you may want to consider if you're having any sort of vitamin deficiency, the big one being vitamin D deficiency, because again, you're working nights and you're sleeping during the day. So your vitamin D that you're getting from the sun is going to decrease. So just consider that um, whether you might want to try some sort of multivitamin or just take some vitamin D or maybe just prioritize being outside as much as you can during the daylight, whatever that looks like. If you're really, really starting to feel crappy all the time on nights, 
you may want to talk to your doctor or figure out what what's going to work for you to improve that. All right, guys. So those were 10 quick tips that I hope might be helpful for you if you are working night shift. At the end of the day, if you are working nights and you are really struggling with it, I want you to start having that conversation with your manager as soon as you can about trying to move to day shift. If you find that this is not going to work for you long term, it's better just to start talking about it now because then when the opportunity comes up, you're going to be the person they think about. And for some hospitals, they have like lists that you can get on um, that as positions open up, you are the first one to move over. So have that conversation early and advocate for yourself as much as possible. For some nurses, this is really not sustainable. And if that's the case, I don't want you just to stay there because you think you have to. There'll be other options for you. One of my other friends, you know, she really found that night shift was not good for her health. It wasn't good for her mental health or physical health. And so, you know, she tried as long as she could and eventually found a day shift position at a different hospital and now feels so much better and likes her job so much more than she did before. So if you're really stuck in this, I want you to start to advocate for yourself and come up with a plan. But in the meantime, while you're on night shift, try some of these tips and see if you can start to feel a little bit better because some of it just is going to be the physical burden of trying to stay up all night. So some of these things that we talked about today are really going to help you get more sleep, make sure that you're eating enough and take care of yourself as much as you can so that you can feel the best that you can while working nights. All right, guys, I hope that this episode was helpful for you. If any of you are working nights and find that there are some other tips that you found helpful, definitely share them with the group so that we can all benefit. And if you did find this episode helpful, please share it with one of your friends who are also working night shift and tag me so that I can thank you. This is how we can grow this community and get these messages out and make it so that every nurse prioritizes themselves so that they can be the best nurse possible. And as always, I love your feedback. I love when you guys give me episode suggestions. So please reach out on Instagram or on our Facebook community so that we can connect even more and I can keep making content that's the most helpful for you guys. I hope that you guys have an incredible week and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.